Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. It is the monthly episode that we live for, literally. I know I do, Dana. I know you do too. Everybody I talk to, they're like, it's my favorite episode. So here we are, and we are already one month in. We are looking at February 2024, the energetic forecast, and wow, January, Dana. I mean, I went back and was re-listening to and looking at the cards again for what you pulled in January, and damn, it was freaking spot on. I mean, like with capital letters, spot on. So I think you're really onto something here. <laughs> Thanks. I think this might be my thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Like, how was your January? My January has been interesting. Um, I'm trying to reflect on all of it. It's been kind of weird. Um, I feel like I haven't fully wrapped my head around all of it. I feel a lot of shifts taking place, but haven't fully integrated yet. Um, And I really do feel kind of like a snake shedding its skin where like, I feel like I'm, I am letting go of some things that I'm finally like, okay. And ready with, which is something we were sort of talking about at the beginning before we recorded. Um, and, but I feel like I'm not there yet. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not done shedding it, but I have very strongly felt this is, uh, that was kind of the shadow card I was speaking to was like letting some stuff go releasing. But I also very, very strongly feel like my intuition, my connection to a higher power, my guides, is like reaching a whole new level. Like they are so loud. They are so clear. Like it's been very easy for me to follow the guidance because it's just, it's just coming, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which was a huge part of those cards, you know, the golden kite of trusting your, your guides and letting them lead you and to be in flow. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just the other day, I maybe even yesterday, um, I put in my stories on Instagram and I said, I feel like I'm finally beginning to feel the shifts of 2024. Like it was just yesterday, which, you know, was just a couple days before the first that, I, you know, I'm like, all right, now I feel, and we did have, you know, that full moon um, in Leo, which was really apparently opposing a bunch of things. And then we've got our Pluto and Aquarius now. And so there, I mean, it really was, has been just, wow. Yeah. Well, and looking back, I think I remember connecting the Aquarius card to Pluto moving into Aquarius, but I don't think when I pulled it, I like fully understood what a huge shift this is. I mean, this is like, this is a really big shift, you guys, like Pluto moving into Aquarius. This is a 20 year 
energetics that we are stepping into. It's a huge change. Aquarius and Capricorn, which was the previous sign that it was in, they are they couldn't be more opposite. So there's going to be some huge collective shifts that are going to be happening. Huge. Yeah. I I feel it so deeply. I mean, you can see it, like how literally the systems are crumbling, like things are crumbling, things that we have been so stable. And I mean, it wasn't healthy, stable, right? But like things that have just been so structured and there, it's like, like the cracks have been forming and now things are literally starting to fall. And I think this is the year where where it's still going to be very challenging, you know, like on a collective level for us personally, if you can just imagine that ground underneath us, you know, that's always been very stable and we know what to expect. It's like cracking underneath us. Um, But all for the greater good, because once that old programming and systems and conditioning, like fall away underneath us, then hello, that is literally, I feel like when we are straight up in fifth dimension and beyond, because we are multidimensional beings and we are becoming more multidimensional. We're allowing more of that multidimensionality to come in. But when we're so like stuck to this reality, we, there's no space for us to become that multidimensionality. So that's kind of the way I see it. It's like the cracks in the formation that are, that are becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And things have been kind of like, like there's been like little tiny earthquakes. Right. And so it's like the earthquakes keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's almost like slow earthquakes, you know, like it's this slow kind of building that is continuing. And, you know, Aquarius is kind of like the alien of the Zodiac. Like it's, it's a weird energy. And this, by the way, talking about Aquarius, um, the sun is currently in Aquarius and will be until, um, later in February, and then we'll move into Pisces, but Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus and it's shocking stuff. Like there are people, (laughs) if people in your life who are Aquarius, like they love, to say shocking things, to see the reaction. And that's kind of the energy that's out here right now. It's like zap, you know, I'm going to say this and see how you feel about it and how you react kind of for fun. It's like sticking your finger in a light socket kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also very transformative and very, um, like unique and authentic and Aquarius energy asks us to be ourselves uh, more fully than maybe we ever have before, to take another step to be more authentic and fully ourselves. And Aquarius doesn't really care what other people think. It's kind of like, this is who I am. I'm weird. Take it or leave it. I'm an alien from another dimension. You know, like I kind of don't care what you think. Right. <laughs> it's oh. that shock factor, you know, that's Aquarius energy. And how freeing is that because you'll notice like it's almost like the more weird we get the more accepted we are but it's really because we're allowing ourselves to be more free and more weird and more of our freak flag showing so we're accepting more of ourselves so as we accept more of ourselves it doesn't even matter what anybody else thinks but ultimately 
we will be more accepted because we are being our authentic self. Yeah. And we're attracting those people who love our authentic self and we're repelling people who maybe can handle it or don't vibe with it. And so it's like, you're actually creating your own tribe in that way, because Aquarius is also about collective energy. It's about seeing the big picture, like what's best for the big group. It's activism. It's standing up for the little guy. It's, um, yeah, it's also technology. Aquarius also rules technology. So we could see um, in January, but also with Pluto moving into Aquarius over the next 20 years, I think we are going to see tons and tons of leaps in terms of technology and um, maybe even a breakdown of certain because Pluto also rules like destruction. So there could be a breakdown of certain technologies that aren't aligned and other technologies coming to the surface that are. So, you know, yeah. Look for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, speaking of technologies and systems in place, um, you know, we have crypto, crypto, right? Like my husband's, he's been in the crypto world since he learned about it 10 years ago. And he was like, what is this? For some reason, there was like something in him that really connected to cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And And so it's been like an ebb, a flow. I don't know if anybody follows it, but if you do follow it, it's been like very volatile, like high, low, high, low. But, you know, they're saying now that 2024 is the year where it's really going to take off and it should be able to stay a little more steady, like once it's up there, because it's like the everything else, like the banking systems and everything else that has been so structured, that is just so jacked, you know, it's like, it's being revealed. It's like, wait, this is so stupid. Why are, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Um, so yeah. So I think like, that's just a huge example of the way, but again, hello, cryptocurrency has been around for, I think like 12 or 13 years. And for those longtime believers, it's like, all right. So it's, you know, it's, yeah, but, but it really is a battle between the, you know, financial system that's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, Versus this new technology that is coming in and shaking up anything and everything that we've ever known around finances. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a huge example of, but there's resistance. Like so many people are like, I don't, I don't know what this cryptocurrency is, so I don't like it, you know, but it's like, but it creates so much freedom, you know, if you're willing to explore this as a totally different alternative. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. It is about expanding your mind and being willing to see something that maybe we don't fully understand, but giving something a chance, like it's totally that energy that we are moving into. And I'm, I'm really interested to see how this plays out over the next 20 years. It's going to be really interesting. You know, it really is a little scary, but interesting. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's, you know, on that note, that's why it's so important that we are connected to our self-sovereignty, you know, that we are doing that inner work so that even if everything is crumbling all around us, we've got that inner peace, you know, it's like, okay, like, yes, <laughs> shit is hitting the fan, but, and, I am safe here, you know, because even if you're not safe, then you're still going to be okay because, you know, on the other side of this human existence 
is your soul's, you know, spirit that it, that lives on forever, you know? And so really allowing yourself to connect to the expansiveness of you as a soul rather than you as a human is so important, especially during this time. Yeah. And try not to be too connected to the external events like Vaughn's talking about and being deeply grounded in yourself. This requires trust. This requires faith. I mean, those are just themes of living here on earth that we can't escape. We have to face them. We have to have blind trust and blind faith. And, you know, working on that within yourself is going to help you manage anything that comes your way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's going to be here. All that, all the stuff that it is happening, Yep. you know, every life as we know it is crumbling, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in a bad way, but it is crumbling what we, and so it is imperative that we do that inner work. And, and as we are shifting consciousness and shifting into creating a new world, you know, like what is your contribution to that? How, how is your energy and your light and your voice creating change, not only within, but it within your whole entire community? Exactly. I love that. <laughs> well, I'm sure the cards will somehow confirm everything we just chatted about. Well, you just described Aquarius energy really nicely, which is the majority of of January or of, of February. I'm sorry. And then at the end of February, I do want to just briefly mention Pisces because we do dip our toe into Pisces energy, which is the final sign of the zodiac wheel. So there is an element of completion to Pisces energy. Um, by the time we move into March, the end of March, we have the astrological new year and we move into Aries, which is the first sign of the Zodiac. So I see the end of February and most of March as a time of purging and releasing before that fresh start. It's like this chance to really let go of a lot of things. Pisces is also arguably the most spiritual of all the signs. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that people who are Pisces are necessarily like elevated or spiritual because there there's a, a spectrum that exists. So you might be like, well, I know a Pisces who's like not into any of this stuff. And that's not necessarily what I mean, but it is the energy of Pisces that is very, very spiritual, very connected, um, very deep waters. So, you know, we're kind of up here with Aquarius energy kind of floating around up high Aquarius is an air sign. So um, it can feel like things are quick and fast and whatever through most of February. And then at the end, it's kind of this deep sinking into the underbelly of our intuition and our emotions and what needs to be released and let go of. So mm-hmm. astrologically, that's kind of the energy. Yeah. Know. Yeah. That's and just in time for the, the arc retreat. <laughs> oh my gosh. It will be Pisces season by the time we hit that retreat. So oh my gosh. That's going to be that. And then the full moon and just everything that is transpiring. I girl, I don't even know. Like this thing is so beyond me. I don't, I'm just like, I just want everybody to be there because it's going to be, I think we're going to be talking about this for a while. I think so too. I really do. And so I I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm here for it. But I just feel like with what you just described as how you described Pisces, because I've never really 
heard it described like that, like the underbelly of your intuition and like going deeper within and the depths, the water. Cause in that, the, is that the two fish that are like, yep. okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. A deeply, deeply, deeply intuitive spiritual sign. Absolutely. All the water signs are, you know, um, cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. Um, but, but Pisces, again, just because it's the final sign of the Zodiac, it has this depth, um, that is unique, you know? And I just want to comment again, when you say it's the final sign of the Zodiac, right? Like how hijacked the calendar deal. Yeah. Yeah. So can you just kind of touch on that? Again, I know we talked about it in the year 2024 year, just because we're like January 2024, you know, like, woohoo. But it's like, no, no, like it really is the Pisces is the end of it. And then it starts anew in Aries and in, in the spring with new beginnings and fret. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just explained it really nicely, but if you think about it, the stars are tuned to nature, right? I mean, does it make any sense to start fresh in the dead of winter, January 1st, when nothing is alive in nature. Think about nature. Animals are hibernating. They're sleeping. No plants are growing. Like snow is falling. It's still, it's quiet. It's a time to rest. It's not a time to be starting new resolutions and doing all this new stuff. Like, and the stars know that the stars know that, you know, Pisces is still this quiet depth of introspection and looking within and using your intuition. And again, shedding and releasing that last little bit at the very end of winter before it starts to warm back up. Aries being that first sign is a fire sign. It's a fire starter. You know, I mean, it represents a new fresh beginning. If you think about it, the spring equinox, which is also when Aries season begins, that that's when you start first seeing like those little buds of spring coming up. Like that's the time to harness a, harness a fresh start energy when the animals are waking up, the plants are coming. Like we just, it flow with nature, you know? It's so <laughs> amazing. Like it's, it really is incredible. And the way that it, it frustrates me so mad, so bad, like how the, the patriarchy, like it, this was so manipulated, like manipulated, you know, like what? It's, it's setting us up for failure, quite literally. Yeah, I mean, ex exactly. Start something in January, you're probably not going to finish it. I mean, statistics have shown that what we last like five weeks or something with a right. resolution. If you yeah. begin something like that, five or six weeks, which makes sense. Cause we're still in the middle of freaking winter by then. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like you're tired. <laughs> that is just so fascinating to me that 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 is the way that it is naturally and organically and astrologically and cosmically. And it's, it just is like, what, how did that, I mean that there were really some systems in place that were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And you know, like so manipulated, so manipulated, so manipulated again, set up, set up for failure so that we would then have to rely on their systems. You know what I mean? So, uh -huh, uh -huh. but the good news is, is we get to have conversations like this and we get to remember our innate wisdom that, you know, that doesn't feel right, but this does feel right. And we get to lean deeper into that because it doesn't matter what the man says, it does not matter anymore. And so we, we get to take this 
like I said, the innate wisdom that is already within and surrender into whatever your body, your sign, your energy is asking of you and through you. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so take time in February and through most of March to dream, to reflect. Don't rush yourself out of this, you know, be dreaming of what you, what seeds you want to plant for that fresh new start on the spring equinox. And when the sun moves into Aries, that's when you want to start taking some action. We're still in the dreaming phase here. Like there's, there's no pressure to start stuff. It's okay. You know, (sighs) it is so good. Thank you. Real well, we always no put pressure on ourselves. Yeah. There's no point. We're fighting against energy right now. If we do that, you're literally fighting against what is natural and what is meant to be. So don't. Yeah. Yeah. I've been spending so much time just like literally cuddled up in my bed with, or with my children, or, I mean, I really am just for the first time, I feel like I've always you know, tried to be, you know, over the past few years, be that, but there was still a part of my mind that felt guilty for laying in bed and not doing anything that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and now I'm just like, (laughs) it's like, I just like cuddle up and sink even deeper into it and cuddle into myself and the whole experience. I'm like, Oh, this is so good. This is really like the joy that, that my body wants to feel right now is really allowing the allowing of that surrender into whatever I want. Yep. Be that mama bear in the cave with her cubs. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, my senior daughter. So anything she wants, I'm like, you got it, kiddo. But she, she's like, we're really in our movie watching era. Like we have watched (laughs) more movies with the fireplace on just cuddled up together. And I could not be happier. I'm like, this is like literally dream heaven heaven on earth (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) nothing better than a couple babies and a fire in a movie oh seriously yeah (laughs) well i am curious to see what comes up for us let's see all right as you guys know we always set our intentions at our space um if you're driving please keep your eyes open but you can follow along and the rest of us are going to Close our eyes and let's all take a deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling through the mouth. Don't be afraid to make a sound. Allowing your breath to just settle into its natural rhythm. Setting aside your to-do list all the things that are pulling on your heart and mind so that you can just be present here with Vaughn and myself as we cast a golden light of protection around us throughout time and space. Asking that any lower level energies, including thoughts, beliefs, feelings, or spirits would be outside of this golden light of protection at this time. And we call in now those way showers, our guides, angels, past loved ones, benevolent ancestors, ascended masters and archangels, 
any beings who are of the highest vibration and with the purest intentions for us are welcomed into this space at this time as we explore the energies of February 2024. Our intention is that we come seeking guidance to understand the flow of energy so that we can work with it rather than struggling against the tide. Thon and I open up our bodies to be vessels and channels for these messages that are in all of our highest and greatest good. And I also invoke now the power of Holy Fire Reiki, so that in simply through hearing and receiving these words and messages, we would all receive an upgrade to our DNA, a burning and releasing through this holy fire of that which does not serve us, that needs to be released in this month of February, making space for unconditional love and our personal sovereignty to come in and fill those empty spaces that have been created. We offer up our deepest gratitude for those beings present here at this time. And so it is. So beautiful. Yep. <laughs> okay. I love the little giggle. <laughs> always perfect. I'm always like, you guys. Okay. We've had this card many times. So this is probably not going to be um, any surprise to any of you. This is our anchor card. The anchor card um, is a description of how destiny and fate and free will dance together in this, the way this world is set up. So, before you were born as a soul, you set up certain anchor points. Imagine your life as like a map and you dropped these anchors throughout your life of certain things that your soul wanted to experience to have happen. And those things are anchored into the plan for your life. You literally cannot do anything to miss them. They are anchored in so deeply that they cannot be moved. But how you get to those anchor points is where free will comes in. You get to choose whether the path is long, windy, difficult, easy. Uh, it's totally up to you how you get to these anchor points. But the main message here is that you can't miss the anchors. So sometimes this card comes up when we're like, well, how is that going to work out? When is this going to happen? I don't know. Maybe I'm actually not meant for this thing. When we start second guessing ourselves, when we're walking along that free will path and we're like, where the hell is the anchor? You know, and you have to just trust that it is up ahead and that all paths lead to it. It literally sometimes it literally doesn't matter what decision you make. And I'm not minimizing the power of our choices, but it's like, you're going to get to where you're getting anyway. So why don't you just choose the thing that feels the best in your gut, that feels the best in your intuition. And you're not always going to be picking the easiest path. Sometimes the hardest path is the one that is going to mold and shape you and turn you into the person that you're wanting to become. So you might have to trust that you're going to be going up a fucking mountain, you know, um, 
but you also might pick an easy path and it might just flow and be easy and you'll end up at that anchor point super quickly. So you just have to trust that you're making the choice that is best for you in this moment right now, based on what you know, based on your intuition, and that you're not going to miss what you've planned for yourself in this lifetime. Yeah. As you were talking, I could, um, I was feeling a lot into romantic relationships, you know, like people that, you know, cause that's usually our biggest growth, our biggest mm-hmm. challenge is in a romantic relationship. And so for people that, you know, we keep choosing the same guy over and over and over, and we're going to keep doing it until we figure out the soul, the anchored soul lesson in that. Well, you're going to keep repeating it until you figure out what the lesson is here and how you can heal yourself through these repetitive lessons. Mm -hmm. And so I just, that's the, that's the visual that I got. Cause I know. So, I mean, that's a romantic relationships. That's huge lessons. You know, those are, those relationships are very triggering for us. And I believe very, you know, soul contracted, you know, so, and that doesn't mean that you have to be together with that person forever. And I know so many people I feel are, you know, separating from, from their romantic partner, you know, but it's like, they finally are getting that like aha moment of like, Oh, why, why did I, why did I do choose this guy when he's not aligned at all? But it's because you learned that lesson that was anchored in, like it was going to happen. And it, like you said, it will continue to happen. Yeah. And another thing that's coming up on that line is like, say you're wanting to meet someone and it's like, where are they yet? Well, your person could have taken that long ass path, you know? So you're, (laughs) you're setting an anchor point and you're like, where are you? But that person wasn't quite ready. They had to take a different, that that's just the show, the path that they chose because of free will. So, you know, it, it all kind of interplays and you being ready for that person, you know, because that person's not going to come into your life until you are ready or the person would come into your life and you'd be like, ah, that's no, I'm not ready. (laughs) You know, and you would reject, I'm sure there's been many a perfect people, you know, that it's like, you just weren't ready, but, and so that's, it will always come to you. Yeah. The other thing I think of with this is, um, like entrepreneurship, especially spirit led ones, like people who want to have a business and are waiting for a certain level of success or waiting to figure out what it is that you even do or what your plan is. It's like, you're going to reach that anchor. You just have to keep like kind of moving along. until That is such a good aspect of it. I love how you just said that. Cause like for me personally, I mean, I've been on such a journey of like, who am I? What is my business? What am I offering? Like, you know, like a lot of, um, search still searching aspects of me and my business, but everything's going to happen in divine timing, you know? And, and if I wasn't ready for, you know, I think I've mentioned before that I had a, in the very beginning, I had this Facebook group that was um, like, it was called soulful bloom. And I think about that so much that if I had been so brave and courageous as to keep that going through my journey, cause I started it, you know, probably five years ago. And then I just was like, no, I, I just shut it down, you know, but if I had stayed with it 
what would that be now? And how much more advanced would my business be now? But I wasn't ready for it. My soul still had so much. I still had so much to learn. And ultimately it was, it is bringing me to this anchor point where I feel like I'm finally like, I'm anchored in now of who I am, my gifts, my, the way I am created to serve and, and my divinity. And like, I just feel like I'm getting closer and closer to that anchored knowing and feeling of just like solidifying. Right. So that's another, I love that you brought that up because I do think that's so huge, but you're literally not going to release or receive anything that you are not ready for. So everything is in divine timing. Yeah. And also having trust and faith and knowing that if you are, if you're truly meant to be a light worker and do these kinds of things, spirit is not going to let you miss that opportunity. It's not like if that's what your soul is here to do, like you're not going to miss it. So just keep trying things out, throw things against the wall, see what sticks. If it doesn't work, then try something different and just keep learning along the path until it hits you because spirit, God source needs us. Yeah, Like it's, they're not going to let you go to waste, but it's just a matter of getting there in the right time. That's beautiful. Spirit is not going to let you go to waste. I love that because, oh, I thought we are so hard on ourselves, right? Like we feel like we're just like, oh, I'm good for nothing, you know? And yeah, I love the way that you, that expression, how you said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are so needed in the divine plan of all of this. So it's just a matter of trusting that it's going to come, you know, it's going to come. And and just like anything else, I think if we stray so far off our path, events will happen in our life to put us right back where we need to be. Like God's source takes care of us. It's absolutely that's, I mean, that's why these soul yeses are so important. Like when you hear and see and feel of opportunities, you know, whether it's a job opportunity or a class or a retreat or um, a partnership or, you know, going out to try this new class or whatever, like saying yes to those soul yeses is the thing that is going to align your life to exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so important. I mean, I, I see it every day. I mean, I, I, for my, even for myself, like, it's just crazy how, because I said yes to this, this happened, you know, it made no sense at the time, but here I am, right? Like these opportunities, it's like, God, we're so freaking supported. So supported. And like, you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I have to be healed to a certain point before I could be a light worker or whatever. That's crap. Like we need you exactly where you are right now with the struggles that you're in and sharing what that's about. None of us are perfectly healed beings. And if you are, you're probably not on this planet. So you have to share from the place that you're in right now yeah. as we learn. Yeah. That's just it. Yep. That's just it. Okay. So that's our anchor card, which I love. Um, next card is one of my favorites and it's the cover art of my deck, the Morningstar card. I love that card. I know we get this one quite a bit. Um, so the morning star for anyone who doesn't know actually isn't a star at all. It's the planet Venus and it can be seen during times of transition. So sunsets, sunrises, 
times between dark and light, which you can see in the artwork of this card, you don't know if it's a sunrise or a sunset. And that's what we wanted. Was it to be a little ambiguous, a little mysterious? Um, this card reminds you that you are a bridge between worlds mm -hmm. and you are literally a bridge between this 3D incarnation and other dimensions. And there's power in that. There's magic in that. Your purpose, I think all of our purpose is to bring heaven down here on earth to be that bridge. And this is so perfect with the arc retreat coming up because this card is just the whole message is being a bridge between two different worlds. This can have a lot of meanings. Um, this also could be that in February, you kind of feel like you're neither here nor there. You know, it's a time of transition of like, well, I've got one foot in one world and another foot in where I'm going. And it's a weird liminal space. Sometimes when this card comes up, it's because you don't quite have your footing. You feel a little awkward. You feel a little weird and liminal. And it's about leaning into that and saying, this is all part of the process. You know, I'm going to feel solidly in the next spot eventually. But right now I'm in this weird limbo place and being okay with the tug and the pull, you know, I love this. Card. Uh, yep. That's, that's it. Exactly. And allowing that to be, you know, because that's where we get frustrated with ourselves. That's when we feel like we're not serving in our purpose or we're not making all the right decisions or we missed out on opportunities and we missed something or, you know, but that's, that's so where the sweet spot is, mm -hmm. you know, is, is, in is being able to navigate in that, that duality, right. Of like heaven and earth of, of like being able to be there. Totally. And I feel like this goes so nicely with the anchor card because it's almost like letting you know, like you are on one of these paths in between anchors right now. You're, you're not at the old anchor anymore and you're not at the next anchor that you're moving to. You're, you're in the middle and like, that's okay. Don't rush it. it it's like what Vaughn and I were talking about just a little bit ago about January and making resolutions. And we're not out of winter yet. We're not into spring. We're not ready to launch things. We're not ready to do, do, do. Like that's what we've been talking about is being okay with being in this liminal space and like cuddling up on the couch and dreaming and releasing. And this is not a huge time of action. These cards, you know, they're letting us know it's okay to be in the middle somewhere mm -hmm. and to not put the pressure on. So <laughs> Mm. Like live with that, you know, that so beautiful. Oh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And then our final card is actually one that we pulled in our 2024 year ahead forecast. So, uh, it's coming back up again and it's making itself known. Now, um, we have the Nautilus card. So to refresh your memory, the Nautilus card is reminding us that the healing journey that we go on is shaped like a spiral, just like this little ancient animal that lives deep in the ocean. Um, we spiral around, but we also move up. And so this card comes up when sometimes we are facing some of the same old shit. When I'm, when you're like, God, I thought I dealt with that. Like, why is this coming back up again? It could be things from your childhood. Vaughn and I were discussing that before this call. It could be um, old ways of thinking. It could be someone from your past. Something comes up from 
before that is old that you are spiraling around and dealing with. But the thing is, you are up higher than you were the last time you dealt with this. You have a greater perspective. You can see things from a different angle. You have more tools. You have grown. You have evolved. So it, while the thing feels the same, you are not the same. And you have new tools and it is time to use them and to practice with them and to attack, not attack, but face something that's coming back up that you're annoyed by with a new strategy. It's time to try something different. Yeah. Mm. It's time to try something different. Is that what you just said? What I said. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to say it again. It's time to try something different. Because nothing changes if nothing changes. So there's so many times I've I've literally been doing this so much lately where I I'm on my phone, you know, like I create, I scroll, I do everything on my phone. And it's like who I want to be is not someone that has my phone in my hand all the time. And so I'm aware of that, right? But like my habit is to have my phone in my hand. And so sometimes I'll just catch myself mindlessly scrolling or whatever. And I literally will catch myself and I will throw the phone, you know, like <laughs> I do it know, too. safely like on a couch or something. I'm like, I literally be like, ah, like, what am I doing? And I'll like <laughs> throw it. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, no, no. I know. <laughs> so I just feel like that's like a perfect example of our our conditioned, but you know, like we're doing the same thing, but we get to course create like course change it and create new change. But it's gonna take you doing something different because if you don't throw the phone across the room, well, I guess the difference would be not to pick it up in the first place. <laughs> baby, baby steps. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You know, but that eventually will, because now I do notice I do pick my phone up less, you know, and, and I will like, I'll maybe just check it really quick and I'll put it right back down, you know? So I'm really trying to be very conscious of that, you know, and, and same thing, I think with, you know, when we're trying to bring in more dietary changes, you know, like maybe allow yourself you know, if you feel like you have to have that ice cream or that cake or that thing that is not good for you, you know, that you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to have it. Maybe just allow yourself to have a bite, you know, and then let the bite be enough. And then eventually you're like, actually, I don't even want that anymore. You know, you get to see things from a higher perspective because you are evolved and you're, we're trying to do things differently. And, but that's how we do things differently because we're still freaking human. And we have that conditioned belief, like our mind is still very much there, you know? So now we're navigating like the integration of our, our soul and our ego, you know, like really, because we will always have our ego and we will always have our soul. So how can we allow them to hang out a little bit more as friends? Exactly. This is changing the neural pathways in our brain is what Vaughn is talking about. Like it's quite literally having to maybe force yourself to do something different until it becomes natural, until it feels part of who you are. Um, And I don't want to equate this to like New Year's resolutions or anything like that, because we're just talking about, you know, I don't want you to do this from a place of, I said force and I, I don't like, I 
can I take that back? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want you to force yourself, but I want you to train the neuro pathways for a higher vibration. And, and like, can we take the shame and the guilt out of things too? Like if you make a mistake, it's not the end of the freaking world. Like love yourself through it and then do something different next time. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. chances are you're the only one that's thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like everybody else is like, oh my God, can you believe she did that? Or, you know, whatever. Like the only shame and guilt that we have towards experiences are those that we created. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's part of something different too. It's like creating changes while working on getting rid of the guilt and the shame and knowing that any little step forward is better than nothing yeah. and embracing that, celebrating the little wins, um, using tools that you've never used before, the different stuff that you have available to you. Yeah. And, you know, looking at your card here with the Nautilus, like as we're rising up, we can't keep rising if we're holding on to those lower density emotions of guilt and shame. You know, those are the lowest vibrational things. So if even if it is just around something that is uh, around a choice, oh, I didn't work out today. And oh, my God, you feel so guilty about it or, you know, whatever you did eat the thing or whatever it is, you know, like even that little bit of guilt and shame, it is holding you down. So mm -hmm. you've got to let it go and you can let it go in that moment. It's just a choice that you are allowing to happen. The guilt and the shame is actually worse for you, quite honestly, than the not yeah. working out or exactly. the piece of cake. Yeah, that, that is so, it's so true. It is. It's the yeah. emotional stuff that is harder on the body, on the soul, on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So much harder. So, you know, like we said before, this is from the 2024 forecast. So that tells me that this is a big theme this month. You know, this is something that may come back up again throughout the rest of the year for you. So this is kind of your first dipping your toe into like, okay, I'm going to try to do things different. I'm going to let go of the guilt and shame. This might come back up again later in the year for you. Um, but this is an opportunity that we're being given to kind of work on this and practice it. So see how it feels, you know, trying something different. Yeah, than just, exactly. Like, let's just explore here. Have fun. Play with it. No, no big deal. Right. Let's, just, <laughs> let's keep it light and happy around here. Well, right. you know, until you're doing deep soul work and then you got to go into the depths and then, you know, but otherwise, even through that, it can be, you know, on the other side of that is the light and happy. So yeah. And you know, feeling what? is fun. We didn't pull any shadow work cards this, this month. So yay! I'm um, celebrating that. Yeah. I'm actually looking because for those who have my deck, it's divided into four sections and those four sections have themes. So we have two from the North direction, which is about making choices and decisions about how, like now that we've integrated and changed, what are we going to do with that? That's mm -hmm. what the anchor and the Nautilus cards are about. Oh, so and bad. The morning star card comes from the east direction, which is about recognizing our divinity, seeing ourselves as powerfully connected to source. Oh, so when you take that together, it's like, how am I going to take these new things that I feel, this new um, intuition that I've got, and what am I going to do with it? How am I going to make some choices and decisions that are different? 
Yeah, I love that because, you know, in reference to the shadow card that was in January, if you did, in fact, go through some deep shadow work and you really allowed yourself to process through that, that's where healing is interesting, you know, because you like heal and you, you let go of so much. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, okay, I get it now. And, but then you're still like this person, you know, like you're still Vaughn that's like doing, but that's when the mind stuff and the being able to see things from a higher perspective and make decisions from that place is really to me where the work is. You know, I say that in any retreat or class that I ever host, I'm like, this was actually the easy part. You know, we just released generations and heal trauma and let go of like, who knows what, whatever your sweet little body and soul needed to release. But the minute you go back to your reality, that's when the real work is because it's like, okay, well, who am I now? You don't know because you've never been this version of yourself before. So you get to learn this version of yourself, but that's also where self-love comes into play because you're like, who am I? I don't know, but whoever I am, I'm going to love this version of myself through whatever the lessons are, like whatever I am trying to learn and navigate through as I'm still making some bad decisions or as I notice my old programming, it's there. Like I get, I still love myself and I'm working through this because now I am a different version of myself. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, and this is the integration piece. This is the journey. This is the, the, this is the part where you figure it out, you know, and you don't rush it. Like we're talking about with the anchor stuff, like you're not going to miss what's meant for you. You're not going to miss it. Take the pressure off. Yeah. And we're still in the, in our hibernation phase. Like you, I really think this is an important message that needs to come through for most people because I, I feel like there is a lot of pressure right now for us to, it's the new year. I did it, did it, did it, did it. And so I'm really stressing this very much to every single person listening. We are in a hibernation phase. The astrological system has been hijacked and we were <laughs> lied to. And now it is re- time to remember our innate wisdom. And our innate wisdom is saying, hibernate go within, be still. And when Aries comes around and it brings that fire. And also, you know, we have the lunar new year that happens on February 10th. It's the year of the dragon, which I love that that dragon energy is coming in, in mid February, because then it really is preparing you. So we do have a lot of power, a lot of like this year is going to be, powerful, like whatever, but what does that mean for you? Like, what does that mean to you? What do you, what, how, what do you want your powerful to look like? You know, not maybe old dreams that you've had before or comparing to anybody else's dreams. What do your dream, what do you really want? And with this fiery dragon, I can fly because I'm this fierce animal, dragon animal that can cover territory and, and be powerful in a blaze of glory, you know, like, how are you flying? Where are you flying? What are you creating? What do you want? What do you need? It's just, we're so darn hard on ourselves. 
so, so hard. We are. And we're not going to learn what we need if we don't let ourselves have a freaking break, have a rest. Maybe the thing that we do differently this year is we cover ourselves in love and acceptance and get rid of the guilt for not doing a ton of stuff right now, Yeah, you know, and letting ourselves dream because when that Aries fire comes in, when that dragon starts breathing, it's going to be go time. And you're going to, yeah. you are going to, you know, wish that you had taken the break when you had it, Yeah, you know, yeah, this is the break you guys, like, this is what we have right now. So and when that energy comes in, like you're going to, if you, if you do the way your body is asking you to, to rest and to dream and to be right now, then when it does come, you know, you'll be fired up. Literally you'll be fired up and ready. Ready. Yep. The gas Not, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hopefully you're serious. Are we beating a dead horse? I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we just, I mean, I'm, uh, it's like the more we say it, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. This, this actually is true. Okay. Okay. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> it's solidifying for me too. I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is true. This is, we are literally creating those neuro pathways right now. We as are we creating don't. new beliefs right now as we speak, because if we say it over and over enough, it must be true. <laughs> Well, and it's also one thing to know something. It's one thing to know that this is the time to slow down. It's another thing to actually do it, you know? Okay. That, that, that Dana, I think that's the thing, you know, like how I was saying earlier in the conversation about it's, I've known all the year, all the years before, like I've allowed myself to rest, but I still had guilt. So to allow it to really allow it is where it's at, you know, like that's actually where the change is, is to do it without the guilt. So that that's another very important, it's one thing to think it and to be doing it, but are you doing it in joy and in authenticity? Are you doing it because, well, (laughs) you know, like get real with yourself and sometimes honest honest with yourself. (laughs) Do what? Sometimes the doing is not doing, which is what yeah. we're kind of talking about. Like, we're not telling you to go take action on something. We're telling you to slow down and not feel bad about it, you know? Yeah. And just observe and be in curiosity and explore. And hmm, hmm. Yeah, that's this Nautilus card. It, you know, it's doing something different with the tools that you have and playing with it. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because it beat a dead horse because I do feel like we're like, but I feel like we really have to sink this in. Have to. We have to. Yep. And we have because everything is different. Yep. And sometimes you have to hear something talking about the like clicking. Sometimes you have to hear something like 5,000 times before. Like I've had that experience where like I've heard something a million times and then there's one time I hear it and I go, Oh my God. Yeah. Really get it now. You know? Yeah. yeah. But you don't get it until you be it. You don't get it until you experience it. And you're like, Oh, that's what that is. Like, I remember that with, um, like gratitude, you know, that was a big thing for me. You know, I'm like, I am in the very beginning of my experience, like healing journey. I was like, I am grateful. But until I was like grateful and felt it in my body, 
body and it like literally exuded and like vibrated out of my heart. That was the, it's one thing to think gratitude. It's one thing to be gratitude. Yes. 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 It's one thing to think self-love and to be self-love. I really think that's what this whole 2024 is about is embodiment. I really feel like that's what it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and this word isn't just like a word that is embodiment, you know, like it's actually embodiment. It is in the body, feeling it, being it in the body. And that's where it has to do with our earthly experience, transcending from the earth to the divine. Yep. Yep. So we, we are a human being body here on this earth and we are holy beings that are, and we get to transcend and the transcendence is that middle space is the being, being a spiritual person in this human body, living this life right here on the earthly plane. Yeah. It's bringing that heaven down here on earth. Yeah, all of our missions, everyone wants to figure out what their purpose is. That's for all of us, but it's doing it in your own way is how you do it different than anyone else does. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) I'm laughing. I just looked at the clock. We've really been, we've really been going at this a while. Like (laughs) (laughs) my daughter has come in here like three different times. (laughs) He's like, are you done yet? No, we're on a roll. (laughs) I'm just like. (laughs) <laughs> <I'll be out> later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this was be- <laughs> this was a beautiful conversation and I'm really excited to hear how I I just feel like we're like shaking, like like we're yeah. all being shook right now. Like, do you hear what I am saying? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I hear you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I call my guides all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I hear you. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I've been, yeah, I tell you. And, and that is another thing, like as we're transcending and bringing that heaven on earth, where we've talked about this before, like we're getting closer to divinity itself. Like we are getting closer to our spirit guides, to our angels, to Holy spirit, you know? So we are able to hear these messages more and more and more. And so that also brings us back to the card from January. It is like, we're they're right there. Let them guide you. I tell you, looking back at my January and the way that I was guided and my soul in the way that my divine team was working for me and in my best interest that was, you know, painful as hell, but still like they got my back, man. And I I really was able to transcend through a lot of, of stuff, you know, but it's because I leaned in and I listened and I, and I trusted, Mm -hmm. but we're getting closer and closer. So that our spirit guides are like right there. Like heaven is like right here. Like, okay. Yeah. Which teaser you'll get to hear more about that in Vaughn's episode on Friday. Yes. Oh my God. I cannot wait to share with everyone about this. My January. Very interesting. Yeah. So, all right, well go be with your daughter and I'm going to go cuddle up and watch a movie. I'm sure. So, okay. I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, love you. Thank you so much, Dana. And thank you to everyone for listening. 
And please, let's continue the conversation over in the Facebook group, in the comments and all that good stuff. So happy February. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.